Hello, and welcome to your weekly Blonde Moments podcast episode. I'm your host, Gina Bogie. And I am Melinda Collins. And we're here to entertain you. Keep going. I don't know what else to say. <laughs> you know how many words rhyme with you? You couldn't think of another sentence after that? I I'm disappointed. You, I have had four hours of sleep, so, you know... The normal, like, five brain cells I have are, like, two right now. Wow. This is going to be an interesting episode Mm -hmm. then. I might be, like, all over the place. Well. Which, hold on. I'm usually all all over the place. Um, I did want to take a moment and say thank you to everybody who sent me messages. Um, Obviously, we didn't have an episode last week because my dad is in the hospital. Um, he has dementia. He's in like the final stages of dementia, I guess you would say. So he was in the hospital with some complications. They were having a hard time regulating his blood sugar and they did uh, release him from the hospital to hospice. So, I'm you know, sorry. it's one of those life things. There's nothing that you can do to control it. Um, they are keeping him comfortable. And, you know, honestly, that's what matters most yeah. at this point. Um, dementia is a hard thing. Yeah. It's, like, it, they don't know enough about it. Mm-hmm. But I do know when I was doing like a lot of studies and stuff for dental hygiene is that they are linking it to inflammation. And so that can be from autoimmune disease, mm-hmm. but it also can be from the foods you eat too. Yeah. It's so crazy. having like a low inflammatory diet is something that's better for your brain. Yeah. They had tried like putting him on like a FODMAP diet or whatever that is. Mm-hmm. I don't know like a whole bunch about it because, yes, I I think they were concerned with his diet as well too. But, I mean, he had open heart surgery, so he's on all these medications like Mm -hmm. blood thinners and everything else. And so that has to be considered with his diet like, oh, my gosh, his his wife does a great job of taking care of him because – Man, it's I, – I don't even know what I would do or where to begin. Well, so. she's a full-time nurse at that point then. Mm-hmm. So thank you, everyone, for your kind words and reaching out. I really appreciate it. Y'all, we have the best listeners. Oh, we do. We really do. You guys Super supportive. Awesome. Yes. Wonderful peeps. So sorry we, went, we missed a week. We back. We back in action. And it's been a while since we've talked about good old Nessie. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> You know what? I reference Nessie all the time. Well, I'm not talking about your foot or your toe. I'm talking about the actual Loch Ness Monster. Oh, boy. But I learned a fun fact which could actually solve the Loch Ness Monster case. Are you ready for this? I'm ready. Back in early days of exploration, many travelers would simply draw what they saw since the means to study photographs didn't exist yet. This is where many deep-sea monster stories come from. As it turns out, many of these drawings depicted tentacled and alien-esque appendages emerging from the water giving belief to something sinister lurking below. However, many cases, it was just... What? My toe. <laughs> you are immortal, so you're a vampire, mm-hmm. and you're just and it always was me popping out of the water, bloop, putting my little toe yep. out, my Three big miles toe. Away, people 
confused your toe for a monster. My, it's my second toe. Let's make that clear. It's not my big toe because you sent me something oh the other God. day. <laughs> oh, my God. Of a very long, big toe. It was huge. Massive. It was, it, that, that person, whosoever foot that is, probably has to go three or four sizes bigger and just shoot because it, just for the what? big toe. I have to go a half a size bigger or maybe a full size. I don't know. Because of my second toe. I just can't imagine that person. I think it's a guy, but having decent balance. It like if, if Ness <laughs> It's like a corn dog attached so long. to their foot. <laughs> <laughs> Look, if Ness wasn't so long, the rest of my feet would be fine. Sure. This foot is toe up from Las Vegas. Oh my God. I, I got one, two, three, four blisters. <laughs> Cool. So if you want Gina's feet pics right now, this is the best time to get some mangled up toes. If you're into some toe up feet. Some toe up toes. I mean, Vegas will do a fucking number on your feet. And I made the mistake of wearing heels uh-huh. out one night. Mm-hmm. We it's were all walking, that walking way too far. Walking, you're drunk. Mm-hmm. Yeah, not a good recipe. Yeah, or you're like fucked up on something, you know. Okay, so what do you think, <laughs> though, really? So what do you think that people were seeing? I'm going to say some type of like fish. It was like a, a weird fish that nobody knows of, like a like a dinosaur fish, like a Brontosaurus Rex fish. <laughs> Brontiosaurus <laughs> Rex fish. Yeah, and it like came out of the water, but it had gills and it would go back. Wait, isn't that what the Loch Ness monster is? Never mind. I said Titanic. Well, it looks like a Brontosaurus. Okay. It does. So here's a picture of Loch Ness monster, right? See, it does look like a Brontiosaurus. It, there, I don't know why you're adding that extra T-O. Wow, what is the name? Bront. Now I can't even say it. Brontosaurus. <laughs> Oh, you're like Brontio, Brontio, Brontiosaurus. <laughs> Sounds like a ride at a carnival. <laughs> if I was a carny at a carnival, that's the ride that I would want to be in charge of. You better go see the new Jurassic Park that's coming out giggity, in June. Giggity, then. giggity on the Brontiosaurus. <laughs> I picture like a brontosaurus with like a lasso and a cowboy hat. Well, you know how carnies are always making weird noises. They're like, boogity, boogity, (laughs) boogity. I've never heard that one from a carny, but okay. Boogity, boogity, boogity. Come on, play my ride. (laughs) Throw the ball. When you're in, if you want to go faster, (laughs) let me hear you scream. (laughs) Boogity, boogity, (laughs) boogity. I can't wait for the next fair to happen because I am going to be like just walking around with my podcast microphone trying to get. Tell me your best line, Carney. (laughs) Boogity, boogity, boogity. Oh my God. I am crying right now. I still haven't put my sock on. I just have my foot up on your table. Rude. Such manners you have. Well, I'm trying not to hit the mic stand either when I bring my leg back. 
Oh, Gatsby just dropped some ass, too, by the oh, way. Oh, no. Go ahead. Put your sock back on. All I'm right. done looking at those broke-ass toes. You know what? This one's more busted than the other one. So you showed me the worst one. I did. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Only for you, Melinda. All right. So it, we determined it is not a brontiosaurus. Rex. Okay. <laughs> Fish. <laughs> Why do you add the Rex to it? That's just Tyrannosaurus. Because this, you asked me what I thought it was, and this is my made-up dinosaur fish, the Brontiosaurus. And not only is it two, you pick two dinosaurs that have nothing mm-hmm. to do with water. Yes, I love it. This is my answer. Okay, so the real answer is they were seen whale dicks. <gasps> Stop it. <laughs> You? The picture of the whale dick. Is a whale dick. Oh my God. <laughs> is a whale's dick that big? You monk. Well, you got to think like how the size of a whale. I mean, we've talked about dolphin dick. <laughs> <laughs> but now you can tell. It's, but it is kind of like a dolphin dick, just a lot bigger and like more curved over. I mean, it's like flapping it's in the like water. Flapping, but in you the can wind. see how this really could be mistaken for the Loch Ness Loch monster. monster. So, what do whales just like come up to the top and? F- <laughs> <laughs> flop their dick out of the water. <laughs> oh my god. That was my whale impersonation. Wait, what do they do? They make noises like that, don't they? No, it was good. It was really good. You, okay. you did well. Um, it says, so whales often mate in threes. So while one male is busy with the female, the other male just pops his dick out of the water while swimming around, waiting his turn. Oh, damn. Put He's the vibe like, out. come get this bitch. <laughs> Hurry up over there. Get on this dick. <laughs> is... <laughs> Is Jared finished over there? I'm- <laughs> Jared, Jared the whale. Because I'm Jared. ready. Jared, <laughs> what the hell is wrong with you today? Because I'm ready for my turn. I'm gonna <laughs> flop my dick around. Just letting it air out. Yeah, I mean that's so. Wait, they said threes though. So after she's done with Jared and she gets to. Derek. <laughs> then she's got to go over and. Oh, she's the third. Oh, she's the third. <laughs> I thought there was like three whales lined up waiting to fuck her. She's getting gang raped. <laughs> How do you know who the dad is? No, that's running a train when it's one right after the other. Yes, yes, it's true. So the whale is getting a train ran on her. Damn. Good for her. Yeah. Now this leads me to ask do. Female whales climax? I would love to know the answer to that. <laughs> Jared and Derek taking <laughs> Phyllis to Pound Town. <laughs> Phyllis, I love that. Phyllis think, the whale. Do you think that Phyllis enjoys watching these Loch Ness dicks flopping around? Up, up well, you know, you're getting pounded and you're just watching the other one like, yeah, that's mine next. Or maybe like... <laughs> 
one of them's bigger and she's like just wet with anticipation waiting (laughs) (laughs) okay let's see do female whales climax you know i hope they do God, if she's getting two dicks in one day, I hope she's getting off. Yeah, I mean, I just, I feel like when we've looked this up before, poor women were just not getting it, you know? Well, we do know that dolphins feel pleasure, mm-hmm. right? So, I mean, they're, they're they're in the same, like, family, aren't they? I sound so stupid right now because I have no idea, <laughs> but I would assume they're in the same family. Okay, so I was reading, I'm not finding what I'm looking for here. What was your question about whales? Are they in the same family as dolphins? Well, because dolphins are mammals. Whales are mammals. Yeah, so yes. They both have dorsal fins, don't and they? they don't have gills. No, sharks have dorsal fins. Yeah, but I think whales, I think they they do too. Because that's what a lot of people think that it's a shark in the water, but it's a dolphin. Mm-hmm. If anyone knows if that information, do whales get off? Slide um, in our DMs. Oh, here's more information. Females mate with a bunch of males all at the same time. He with the most sperm wins, which explain why their testicles weigh about one ton apiece. What? Their penis is up to eight feet in length. Oh. So those pictures aren't doing them justice. It can curve around and find its way into the female when the two are swimming side by side. Wow. That sounds fascinating. 2,000 pound balls. Do they have two balls? Like, where's a picture of a whale's balls? (laughs) You have to Google that one. I'm still looking for the, the orgasm here. Oh, now they're getting in dolphin sex here. Oh my god. Oh, we've learned how horny dolphins are. Yeah, I can't I can't find the I mean you're hoping because isn't like the whole point of an orgasm is to help further move semen along because of the contractions? Ooh, that's me. <laughs> it's it's a wonder that any woman is able to get pregnant then, huh? <laughs> Ew, there's an article for beer made with whale testicle. That's no disgusting. I'm good on that. Yeah. Well, anyways, that's my fun fact. I don't see balls in any of these. I don't either. Whale dick I just pics. like looked up whale testicles, and I really didn't see any like <laughs> on the body. Maybe they're more like inside their body, whale testicles. versus like hanging outside of their body. <laughs> it showed like a scientific picture of like like removed whale testicles, sure. like on a table. But I think maybe there's something that is more like inside the body. Yeah, that's huge. Even in any of these pictures I'm seeing, I don't see the testicles outside of the body. <sighs> okay. Um, we kind of derailed there for a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> don't know what happened. So I shall move on to our next story. And this was sent in from Hannah Kitchens. Hello, Hannah. She said, it's like your guy on the plane watching porn next to you, but worse. Uh-oh. So she sent me this article it was a southwest passenger that was arrested for masturbating four times during the flight oh my god was this a long flight was this a short flight like i need to know was it like the flight from milwaukee to chicago you know because you're like that's like what 45 minutes if he was jerking off four times in that time i'd be very concerned 
more concerned than this story already is because it's already concerning. It's it's an alarming story. Yeah, this is disgusting. So a man on Southwest Airlines faces federal charges after allegedly masturbating at least four times during the flight. Um, (laughs) Antonio Sherrod McGarity is accused of masturbating four times in the seat next to a female passenger. The woman took photos, and when he <laughs> fell asleep, she told the flight crew what happened. They she moved her to another photos. seat on the flight. Smart. She was like hiding her phone, taking pictures, because you can accuse somebody of sure, anything, sure. right? But if you took pictures or like a video or something, um, she turned the photos over to the Phoenix police when the flight landed. The FBI interviewed him and says he didn't think the female passenger was uncomfortable with him masturbating, what? and he thought she liked it. And it was kind of kinky. Sir. This man is disturbed. Yes. Sir, uh, what was his name? McGarity. If a woman wants to see your dick, you're going to know. If she was interested, if you pulled out your dick next to her, you're going to know. He thought he knew. What is wrong with people? That's worse than a dick pic. Absolutely. And then you're like, oh, I thought you wanted it. Here's my question too, though. Why did she wait for him to fall asleep and then show the flight attendants and then have her seat moved? I would have been like, or maybe she was scared. I don't know. But if that was happening to me, I'd be like, what the fuck what is wrong with you? What if he never fell asleep? Yeah, right? I don't know. But if a man pulled his dick out on the plane next to me and started jerking off, I would point blank very loudly. I'd probably scream. Yeah, I'd be like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Why do you have your dick out right now? I would say it so loud oh that the people 10 rows up could hear me. You want to embarrass yourself? Then prepare to be embarrassed. Ew, but then like, what if he was like crazy and like jizzed on you or something? I don't know. I don't know what the right thing to do in this story is. Well, at that point, you know, if you announced and shouted like that at somebody, everybody around you would be getting their phones out. Everybody. Oh, God. I don't like this story. It's disgusting. And then just makes you think, like, you know everything's not wiped down in between everybody sitting there. No. Planes are disgusting. I mean, I, they do give those uh, wipes out now, mm-hmm. which is nice, but I always used to just bring my own. Yeah. Planes are gross. Boogers. Sure. Puke. Mm-hmm. Pee. Semen. <laughs> Even just penis skin on their hands and then yeah. they touch things. Nothing. Yeah. It's just, it's gross to me. Keep your dick in your pants on the plane. Unless you're one of those voyeuristic couples. I was like, don't even, don't even say unless. Go to the bathroom together or you're you're on one of those flights we learned about where you're going on the flight just to have sex. Other than that, if it's a stranger next to you, keep your dick in your pants. I do think it would be cool to go onto one of those zero gravity flights. Have you ever seen those? Is it like the space simulators yeah. or whatever? and try no. to have sex on one of those. I, yeah, I'm all set. That would make me so nauseous. You don't I, know that. I get motion sickness. But maybe you wouldn't. I think motion sickness has to do with gravity. This is anti-gravity. Mm-hmm. As long as I had the availability to be I let look, out. You are like such a freak and you want to do the weirdest shit, but this thing you're like, no. Well, because if I felt like I was going to throw up, it wouldn't be enjoyable for me. But if you're puking and Chris is doing you, you're going to be contracting. It's going to feel really good for him. <laughs> as the puke's like floating around us. <laughs> well, Just I want to try it. Away. it. Push it away. It's you're fine. not invited to my orgy in the sky. Any longer, Gina. <laughs> as long as I had the availability to be let out immediately, if I didn't like it, I would do it. 
But if they were like, hey, if it's one of those things where like, all right, you know, it's going to take at least an hour to get you out of this situation, uh, you know, so if you're not comfortable with it, don't do it. Like, you know, fucking when you go into a cave, right? Gina the buzzkill. <laughs> and those are words you normally never hear. <laughs> you know, when you're going underneath caves, they're like, if anybody has, you sure. know, mm-hmm. any risk of heart attacks or fear of this or that, claustrophobia, which I'm claustrophobic. And let me tell you, there were some tight spots in that cave. I had to like, I can get through this. But they tell you it can take up to two hours to get you out of there if you have like any kind of medical emergency. Yeah, I will have to say I'm definitely claustrophobic. And like there's certain situations even thinking about can make me like a little anxious. But Mm -hmm. I'm fine in caves. Now, the people who do like the spelunking or whatever, Uh fuck that. Yeah, I don't think that would be for me. They're like in these very tight enclosed places. Yeah. Dark. That wouldn't be for me. Oh, God, I would die of a panic attack. It just wouldn't happen. It's funny because my blonde joke today will come back to this dark, enclosed places. Mm. You guys just stay tuned. You're in for it. (laughs) I don't even feel like I'm making any sense today at all. You don't need to. All right, guess what this man was doing and had to be hospitalized for? 20 years old, from (sighs) Switzerland, was admitted to intensive care because he masturbated so hard his lungs started crunching what mm-hmm. i didn't even know this was possible what is he doing like deep breathing while he's getting <laughs> off what's happening <laughs> deep breathing while he's getting off <gasps> um like what is he doing so he's anonymous he's unnamed he went to the hospital after a particularly strenuous tug left him experiencing chest pain and shortness of breath doctors took x-rays and discovered that he was suffering from spontaneous oh this is a long word pneumomadiastinum oh aren't okay. you excited I, yeah Nem- pneumom pneumomadiastinum, a condition in which air leaks from the lungs and gets trapped in the rib cage. Oh, that does sound uncomfortable. He said he was left with crackling sounds all the way from his neck to his elbows. You can get it from exercising, drugs, asthma, vomiting, difficult labor. It's rare. It's usually benign. He had to be rushed to the ICU to be given oxygen because his breathing was so limited. And then also his face was swollen and air was found trapped all the way up to the bottom of his skull. Oh my gosh, that sounds dangerous. (laughs) And he said he got this from masturbating? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, he must have been heavy breathing, though, because if they're saying exercise, labor, all these other things, those are things where heavy breathing was involved. So he must have been like really panting it out. Nice deep breathe. He was trying to do tantric masturbation. Maybe. Your meditational breathing. Something. Screwed himself up. Now I have a new excuse not to exercise when I'm not feeling yeah, like exercising. I, I don't want to get bronchial pneumomomadistinal. Yeah. So I can't work out. <laughs> it's like pneumonia, mom, ideastinum. Yeah. That's it now. And then we can scare other people and be like, yeah, look it up. It could mm-hmm. happen to you. It could happen to anybody. Yeah. We are scientifics. Mm-hmm. We're just trying to help you out. 
Yeah. You know what doesn't cause that? Eating McDonald's. In bed. In bed. Watching Real Housewives. Mm-hmm. That, so just trying to be safe out here. You Which know? is all I've done for the past week is I watched all of the Real Housewives of Miami. It's fantastic. <laughs> I loved it. I have finally started watching Euphoria. Okay, okay. How are you liking it? I haven't watched it because to me, what I've heard, it's it just is pretty much uh, high school students having a lot of sex and taking drugs. Well, I, that's partly accurate. There's like a lot more. There's a storyline as well, too. I happen to actually really love Zendaya as mm-hmm. well, too. I think she's a very talented actress and she's so beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um, I do love that there's a big transgender role in there. I'm a huge fan of that. Jules, um, she is transgender on the show and in real life as well, too. Jules does a really good job as well, too. Or I don't know the name of the person who plays Jules, so I'll just say Jules. But yes, there is a lot of drugs. I I can't say for sure 100% where I'm like totally loving it or totally not. I definitely, it is out of my like age genre. Um, I did find out that Drake is one of the producers of the show. You're old, old flame. You have mm-hmm. too many new guys <laughs> ahead of him. So that's interesting. I saw his name on the credits and I was like, really? Turns out, yeah, that that's... That's cool. Yeah, that's cool. So to be continued, I've only watched like four episodes, so I can't say yet for sure. It definitely is interesting. I am intrigued. The storyline is interesting for sure. But yeah, I do feel kind of old watching it because I'm not in high school. So, <coughs> mm-hmm. I mean, but if you think about it, Drake is, he's like in his mid to late 30s, right? I have no clue. I want to say he's like 37. That's your boo thing. Let's look it up. I know his birthday is in October. End of October? I think it's like around the 20th or something. So yeah, he's a the 24th. So he's 35. So he'll be 36 this year. I thought he was older than me. I am awful with ages. I am too. Ages, weights, and Ziploc bags. Those three things are my nemesis. Ziploc bags? I have the hardest time opening and closing those freaking things. Really? If you buy like pretzels that have the Ziploc on it, I will ruin the bag trying <laughs> to open it. Okay, let's say. Someone else opened it. I never get it closed right. It's frustrating. <laughs> it pisses me off. She just rips the bag open. Well, you know what? That's what they have chip clips for. Exactly. And Thank you. you You're welcome. What a good friend you are. You didn't just shit all over me. You no. made me feel good. Like, that's what the chip clips are for. But, like, regular Ziploc bags are fine. Buy in the boxes. But if it's anything that comes, like, with a pre-Ziploc on it. Mm. What about, like, cheese? Yeah, those. The, I I will ruin the bag. Sliced or, cheese. Yeah, I'm awful at it. And what else did you say? Weights. Yeah, like knowing people's weight. Oh, people's ages. <laughs> I was people thinking weight. like lifting weights. No, like- I I'm awful with that. Yeah. Like I know people that are like, oh yeah, he's probably like six four, you know, two twenty, and I'm like, I have no clue what that would look like right i can't even pick and they're like oh my god that guy is only 180 pounds for his height that's like sick and i'm like ah means nothing to me yeah but ages are the worst everybody looks like a kid to me or old there's no <laughs> yeah, like me too everybody there looks like they're really young young or yeah and then i'm always surprised too when you know i take camden to swimming and then it's like i meet somebody and i find out they're the same age as me i'm like do i look like that like do i really look that old like it's just weird i think it's all genetics how people age honestly 
Well, me, I don't think I have self-realization that I am old. <laughs> You're not old. Do you know what I mean, though? Yeah. Like, it's not like I, I mean, I take care of my skin and, you know, take care of myself and all that. And I'm sure there's people who just don't do those things. But, like, I, I feel like I look like I'm maybe 30. I think it's all genetics and Botox. And but fillers. then when I look at somebody my age, I'm like, Melinda, when a young kid looks at you, they're not like, oh, we're the same age. Yeah, yeah, for I'm, sure. Right. So like But there's a lot of people our age, you know, that look at me and they're like, I had no idea you're the age you are. You look a lot younger. So I think some people look younger, some people look older, some people sure. age. But I'm always quicker. wrong. I am always wrong. I mean, I'll see people they graduated like two years ahead of me, you know, not at my school or whatever, and I think they're like in their fifties. <laughs> I'm awful at it. I would I would lose so much money. For the carnival, I would be the worst carny caller asking to guess people's weight. (laughs) Woogity boogity, let me check your weight. Let me guess your age. So I grew up in a very small town in Michigan um, called Berrien Springs. And one of the biggest youth county fairs was in Berrien Springs, the Berrien County Youth Fair. Shout out. Shout out (laughs) to the BCYF. But I mean, as kids, that's, you know, what we would do is go over and meet me in the, you know, ride section, whatever. Meet, meet me, me at the, the Gravitron. <laughs> Even at the cow barn, something else was happening. That's why I was saying it. And then you got all silent. I'm like, she knows what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. You're either there to like smoke weed or make out. Sorry. Something about the smell of cow manure just makes me want to kiss. And when you grew up in the country, you just... I just want to stick my tongue down your throat. to the smell of animals. Animals. Smell those cow pies. Get over here. I'd prefer to go over to the 4-H section personally by the horses. It was a little more secluded over there as well, too. There's usually a lot of families around the cow barn. But when we were teenagers... We would especially like we we could go without our parents, mm-hmm. right? You know that's where the real ruckus happened. And the dirty carnies there would always be hitting on like all the girls all the time. You know it's got to work at least once, for sure. Once I guess. per city. <laughs> and there was one carny there that would always do that. When what is that ride where it's just like it goes around in circles and the you're Himalaya. in Himalaya? Like, it's one of my favorites. It looks like a sleigh, like yes. that you're sitting in. They're all attached yep. to each other, and it like goes up and down, mm-hmm. and then they'll stop and make it go backwards. I knew it as the Himalaya. I'm sure there's a shit ton shit of different ton names it. for it, but that was my favorite ride. Yeah. So it, that guy, the same carny for years, <laughs> worked that ride, and that's what he would do. He'd go boogity boogity boogity. <laughs> You sure do have a pretty mouth. Come on over here. I've been watching you grow up. I'll give you a free ride on the Himalaya. Always had like (laughs) shitty speakers that they were like blaring music from that was like distorted and so loud. So you gave him a blowjob for a ride? Yeah, right. No, Carney's always gave me the uh oh feeling. (laughs) (laughs) You knew something wasn't right. Yes. They'd be like, no, don't talk to us. <laughs> All right. Well, I was giving out handies for free rides in the Himalayas. <laughs> oh, my God. I, that's seriously, I don't think I could go on it anymore because of my neck injury, but that was my favorite. Oh, man. Well, we'll have to test it out one year. Put a <laughs> neck brace on you. <laughs> 
go really slow for me. (laughs) (laughs) So you can ride the Himalayas again. (laughs) All right. I came across a story that is so fucking disturbing to me. It's like, it gives me the uh uh-oh feeling. Uh Uh-oh. Or no, it gives me the I feeling. Mm. An embalmed body of a dead rapper was propped up. At a DC nightclub. I heard this. I didn't read the article or anything, but this is a no-no to me. The late Maryland rapper Gunu quite literally received the Weekend at Bernie's treatment this past <laughs> Sunday. <laughs> Gunu, I don't know if I'm sp- saying that right. Cut me up against the jukebox when I die. Oh. 24 was shot in a parking lot in Prince George's County, Maryland on March 18th and died several hours later at area hospital, which is very sad. Sad. Uh, His family believes he was the victim of an armed robbery and the Prince George County Police Department is offering $25,000 to any information. Um, On Sunday, April 3rd, Gunu's family and friends held a celebratory event at a nightclub called Bliss, which was billed as the rapper's final show. And his embalmed corpse was propped up upright and on full display during the event, adorned with a crown and designer clothing. Oh, my God. A rapper named Black Fortune, who attended the event, confirmed that it was Gunu's actual body and no wax figure. He added, as long as his mother was happy, that's all that matters. Sure. Okay. I wouldn't have attended this. Uh, Bliss Nightclub said it was never made aware that his corpse would be on display during the event. <laughs> Yeah, that can't be too good for business. No. Bliss was contacted by a local funeral home to rent out our venue for the homegoing celebration. The statement notes, they sincerely apologize to any who may be upset or offended. So anyways, I'm going to go ahead and let you watch the video of this. Just press play. It's just, this is a no for me. Oh. This is just a whole no for me. That's like something that nightmares are made of. Yes, I agree. First of all, I do not want to be involved. Just cremate me. I'm good. I don't want a viewing like any of those things. I... I personally, I don't care for funerals. I'd rather I y'all agree. just have like a party, go out to dinner, have some nice food and wine and, you know, celebrate my life. But as far as like viewing the corpse or things, like, I am all set. Yeah, so the I thought think of somebody it's a weird doing this, thing that we do that. It is. I don't personally care for it to each its own. But the thought of somebody doing this to me is like terrifying. I mean, do you think, well, no, at 24, you're not thinking about your own death. But like for me... I want, if you can, whatever part of my body you can donate, donate. So right. I'm not going to look like a normal person in a casket anyways. Right. So <sighs> I feel like it's my surviving people, what they want, what their wishes are is more important to me than what my wishes are, but that would not be something I'd want. Mm-mm, not to me. My wishes are most important. And I'm sorry, y'all. If you love me, you should support what I want. I don't want a viewing. I don't want any of that stuff. I just want to be That's, cremated. I'm going to have nightmares on that, like seeing it. Yeah, it's this is very disturbing to me. And I mean, I understand that you want to like you're grieving your loved one, but oh, this is just if I was attending this venue, I would for sure it would make me so icky feeling. Yeah, I I don't know what other word to describe how it would make me feel other than very icky and like 
Well, just because creeped out. Like they're not there anymore. No. So they're not gonna know. I don't know. It's like a weird this is a weird one for me. I don't like this at all. <laughs> at all. I don't like this. I at didn't all. like it hearing it, but then actually seeing the video made it worse for me. Yes. Scrolling up video from his feet all the way up to his mm-hmm. head and he's standing up. It looks like he's like tied up there. Because like, he's like upright. He's not even like laying so down. So people had to actually like do that to him though. Like, yes. Oh my god. <laughs> mm No, 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 no. I don't like this at all. This gives me the heebie-jeebies. That's the best word I can describe. Yeah. It. Gives you the uh-ohs. Yeah. That's a, fa- that's a fair <laughs> thing to say, too. I yeah. agree. Like, this is just not right. Mm, and, like, I've... to me, like, your soul is gone. Mm-hmm. That's not the person. It, like, okay, let's say your person, even in a coma, I think this would be a no-no for me. But at least yeah. maybe you're giving the person one last hurrah. They're already gone. Yeah. I don't care for no. this at all. <laughs> I just, I was, well, obviously it's a, you know, story to share. That's why it's being shared all over the internets. But I wanted to know your opinion on it because for me, it's a no. I'd like to hear people who think it's a yes. Like what your, because you could probably change my mind. I don't want to attend it. I don't want to go there. No. Uh, nope. But I'd still like to hear why you're like, this is a good thing. Like maybe you're like, oh, because of da, 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 da. I just think when people have passed on, like, like I had a good my night, right? When Knight passed away, going mm-hmm. to his funeral, like seeing him, like you don't look like yourself anymore. No. Like you're just this creepy kind of version of who you were. I don't want to remember it's you like that a way. Creepy paper mache version. It's of you weird. Or something. It's weird. And then like my uncle, he had donated his eyes. You just don't look. You don't Mm-mm. look the same. And. This man stand propped up, whatever. Like he doesn't. I, he, you can tell he's dead. You yes. know what I mean? Like yeah. that's not how I want to. Re- that's not how I want to remember you. No. <sighs> yikes. Yeah. So we're both in agreement on this. <laughs> yeah. One. That's yikes. But I would. I would really like to hear people's take on it. If yeah. you're agreeing or not. If you're disagreeing. If you're like, oh, this would be a really cool thing. Because what's your because? Yeah. It's definitely um, an interesting way to uh, hold a funeral. Yeah. We're both like flabbergasted, <laughs> which I, doesn't happen often. No. Yeah, okay. So I have a listener story. Subject of this email is candlestick in the bathroom shoved in a butthole. Oh, boy. <laughs> No, this wasn't a game of Clue. I know this last episode you didn't talk about things in weird places, but I was catching up on your podcast and thought of a story my mom told me. So I am from a very rural area in Minnesota, like everybody knows or knows of everyone, even if you are towns apart. One of my mom's friends told her she had to bring her husband into the ER one night because he had a candlestick shoved up his butthole and it was stuck. Gosh. It was in the middle of the night, and he told his wife that his butthole was itchy. I'm sorry, what? <laughs> We're just itching our buttholes with candlesticks now? <laughs> so you was say it like it was- a deep inner itch <laughs> <laughs> that your finger can't get to? Oh my God. Was it like a hemorrhoid? You just really got to itch this thing with a candlestick. I'm going to go ahead and say that was an excuse for Uh wanting to put something up your ass. I mean, if the dude wanted to experiment around with butt play, fine. But I don't know if a candlestick was the best option. No. 
So he had to go to the ER at the next town over to remove a candlestick from his booty hole. I mean, obviously there's HIPAA regulations, so nurses and doctors can't disclose or talk about this stuff, but I am sure they knew at least one person on staff that night. How awkward would it be to see these people out and about? Yeah. Shit happens, though, I guess, or doesn't happen when you have a candlestick stuck. I am just an overthinker and probably would have done anything to get that thing out at home. I agree. I agree. But it must, I mean, for you to be put in that situation, to even tell your wife, but then also to be like, admittedly, because then you're, I'm assuming your wife couldn't get it out either. Yeah. You just had to relax. He probably was so, so like. So tensed up. Yeah. I wonder what kind of candlestick I'm thinking it was. like those tall, like taper candlesticks that's what is in my head um, was it it was a candlestick holder though right or was it a candlestick i think it's just a candlestick oh no and that's scary too because that can break yeah um, maybe that's why they ended up in the er because they were afraid if they fucked with it more like it was gonna break he was I probably mean, you know hot and sweaty it. yeah the candle was starting to melt <laughs> you would think that would work in your favor Right, eventually it'll melt its way out. Or you could have started the wick, started burning it on one end. (laughs) Oh my God. Just have him lay like on the side of the bed with his butt propped out and let that sucker start melting. I mean, you would just even think like your butthole is able to push things out of it that you would just be able to relax, sit on a toilet and try to like have the biggest poop of your life. (laughs) Not to mention, if it's half in, half out, what an uncomfortable ride into the hospital, eek. Yeah, you'd have to lay down like on the back seat with no pants on. Maybe he liked it. (laughs) For reference, I am in my late 20s. Mom is mid-50s. They aren't super good friends, but my mom is like the cool mom. You know, people feel like she is cool to talk to about everything and anything. Little do they know, she shares a lot with me. Anyway, since I don't know who listens to your podcast and this lady has kids a little older than me, older than me, that would be awesome if you kept this anonymous, if you were to read this. If you do end up saying my name, fuck it. What do I have to lose? No, don't worry. I'll take it out. <laughs> they aren't my friends. And honestly, the lady in the story and my mom aren't very close at all anymore. P.S. I love this podcast and you ladies. I usually toss you guys on on my lunch break or when I'm doing things around the house. It's like listening to my besties chat while I'm being productive and nothing beats all the topics that you two talk about. And of course, my number one wish, which we have to get to, are the wishes. Mm-hmm. My number one wish would be to have a penis for a week. Helicoptering for days. Hell, Hell yeah. yeah. I, that's her number one wish, though. Number one wish. I'm, I'm here for yeah, it. Yeah. For a week. I'm here for it. And then she wrote, oh my God, update. It was all the way up his butthole. He had to go into surgery to get it removed the next day. Oh my god! And this is what she wrote, which because you know I don't read the full email because I like to be surprised too. Yeah. Um, wrote also our burning question is: Wouldn't you poop it out eventually, or would your body heat melt it? Exactly, exactly what we said. What we were thinking. Yeah, I would think that if you just. Oh God! I mean, I guess how far up did he stick it though? Like maybe there is a point where if it's for an object. Or maybe it just got sucked up there all of a sudden. He was like, oh, no, you know, and panicked. Oh, no. And couldn't get it out. Yeah. And I mean, fuck. I mean, I just I'm trying to like think of the anatomy. What would what would make it stick? Maybe the body heat was the detriment to the candlestick being able to come out. Like adhere more. 
versus like being slippery. Because it has like that wax coating on it, right? Mm-hmm. But man, yeah, or he maybe stuck that thing far up also, there. Also, in my head, I'm thinking of those thin tapered candlesticks. What if this was like a giant ass candle, like one of those pillar ones? <laughs> you know, like if it was too big yeah. that it's just... I mean, if you can fit a tumbler in your urethra, you can fit a wide candle yes, up yes. your ass. <laughs> That is the truth. That is the truth right there. If you could fit a tumbler up something that's like the size of a pinhole. Mm-hmm. Oh my god. You can for sure get one of those three wick candles up your ass if you <laughs> try hard enough, I'm sure. But you know what what I was thinking I got sucked up there. Remember like way back in the day when suppositories were more of a medicine that was given. Mm-hmm. Thank god that's not really a thing anymore. You shove that thing far enough up in there, your butthole just sucked it right up. Yeah, but your your butthole is just programmed to get things out. It's th- this is one of those burning questions for me that it's like, I'm going to probably lay in bed tonight thinking about how this thing couldn't come out on its own. But the fact that they couldn't get it out either and they had to surgically remove it, that thing was way up there. I'm going to lay in bed tonight and wonder why the fuck suppositories were a thing. Like, you know what? Instead of giving your kid this medication by mouth, here's this little thing. (laughs) Shove it up their ass. (laughs) Why was that a thing? I don't, you know, it's funny. This is a very personal story. But I was like 19 years old and I pooped one day and I noticed that there was blood in in the toilet. (laughs) This is not good. Well, I was freaking freaked out, right? Yeah. And so I told my mom and my mom, like, said, you know, you should really go have it checked out. Like, who knows? It could be a number of things. But mm-hmm. she – my mom works in the medical field. She wasn't, like, super concerned because it wasn't, like, an ongoing thing. So I go to the doctor, and this doctor steadily pushed me to admit that I was having anal sex. Oh, my god! This was, like, the only way he could see that I was having – Were you? No. Oh. I was going to say, this doesn't seem like you, especially 19. <sighs> I just maybe I was even younger than that. Maybe I was like seventeen or eighteen before I had had anal sex. And I'm you were like, <laughs> <laughs> but I was like, no, I'm not having anal I'm sex. Not. And then he would give me this like, look, are you sure? And I'm like, dude, I have not had anal sex. And it turns out, so, so then before I get there, so then he shows me this this like scope thing. It looks like a freaking dildo that he's going to have to shove up my ass to figure out what the problem is. And I remember the nurse like coming over. She's like, oh, dear, I'm so sorry. And she's like holding my hand and she's like, don't worry. I believe you. I'm like, thank you. But I had like an internal hemorrhoid. Oh, wow. It was weird. Yeah. And I had never had one of those again. So I don't know what. Thank God. That was about, but I was scared. shoving a candlestick to itch it up your butt. (laughs) Maybe that's what. That guy had an internal hemorrhoid. He's just getting up in there, just scratching it. terrible. What a dick, too. Like, are you getting off on the thought of me having anal sex right now that I'm not having? Like, why do you keep asking me? Yeah. I've had three different male doctors for gynecologists and they all creeped me out so now i will only go to women to female i'm the same way i don't I, you know to each its own but i'm the same way i had um, a male gynecologist when i was pregnant with britain that creeped me out yeah i just i feel like sometimes it just seemed like they were just enjoying their job a little too much yes and that's it just how i felt about this guy i actually changed 
like mid-pregnancy to a different gynecologist because yeah. he made me uncomfortable. Yeah, you know, and I probably should have said something because if it was happening to me, I'm sure it's happening to other girls too. Yeah. Like one <laughs> – Like what do you do? You, do you have to get mean with him? Be like – are you not fucking hearing me? Yeah. This is not from anal sex. And if you ask me one more time, I'm going to get really fucking pissed off. Like, is that how you have to be? I mean, I wish I would have been more assertive like that. But luckily, the nurse was in the room with me. So then I, you know, I felt safe with her mm-hmm. in there. But I don't know. And then I've had like, I remember this one doctor, he was co- like complimenting my figure. You know, I was like a young girl. It's probably like late teens, early 20s. Yeah. And I was just like, not this, appropriate. This isn't okay. Yeah. Man, I probably should have said something back then i'm like what a creep no hello i'm asking you to figure out what's going on and that's not it so moving on that's not it so moving on yeah (laughs) gosh i mean i'll never i can see his his face though like that disapproving dad look like you're not telling me the truth and i'm like what did he say after it turned out it was an internal hemorrhoid I don't remember. Because I think you can get those from anal sex, too. So he probably still thought I was lying. (laughs) Oh, no. He's like, she lying. She just taking it up the butt. And then he went on a plane and masturbated for solid four hours. And (laughs) then his lungs started crunching. And here we are full circle. Here we are. We always usually come full circle. (laughs) Speaking of the, the wish for a penis. Yeah. Flipping like a helicopter. I had put in a post up asking a poll mm-hmm. of how many ladies would want a dick for a month. Okay. And, and there's a percentage? Mm-hmm. 66% yes. So That's it? I, I thought it would be more. And then I said- Wait, you said have a dick for how long? A month. Only 66%? Still, majority rules that yeah, women, but most women would want to do If you would have asked me- what percentage I would have said low 90s. All right. So I did the same thing for the males. I said, how many of you would be a girl for a month? What do you think the percentage was there? If they wanted boobs or a vagina? Both. It just to be a hot girl for a month. 100%. No, 75. What? Mm -hmm. There are still some good men out there, huh? (laughs) Man. So I thought that was interesting though. I also thought – that more girls would have said yes than guys. Yeah. I just think like, aren't we just always so curious about the other gender to like know? I just want guys to have to have one period. Just one. See, I would be letting the guys have a full month without a period. You get to experience the tits and vagina and have orgasmless sex. No, and have the period. <laughs> and have the period. Maybe that's maybe that's why the number is lower than I thought. <laughs> Maybe if it was just tits, it would be 100%. Mm-hmm. Or should I say breasts? So they'd have to be us for a month and experience all these things. And maybe they'd have a little bit more sympathy when we're on our periods. And you know <laughs> what? If we're going there, their brains have to operate like our brains do for mm-hmm. a month too. Yeah. Is she mad at me? Mm-hmm. Or is he mad at me? <laughs> what Oh, happened? my God. I love watching Naked and Afraid. Me too. It is my Sunday guilty pleasure and Chris hates that show and Why? i i don't know he's always like he starts like you know how like they'll eat something in the middle of the night the cameras show him puking yeah. so they'll eat something he'll be like all right here wait for the night cams to show him puking what well, doesn't night. always happen <laughs> did you see the one where it's two men and a woman it was it last sunday that i don't know if it was new and no, i think i think this one came out in february but i just saw it 
So I watched one where there was two men and two women, but one of the women tapped. And okay. so then it ended up just being two men in the woman. And was the woman very, the one who stayed in very manly? Mm-hmm. She was an ex-military? Like yes. Okay. I did see that one. But no, this one was the the guys, one guy was Michael, one was Daniel, and the woman's name maybe was Christina. I'm probably getting it wrong. Oh my God. The one guy, he drove me insane. His name was Daniel. Michael and the girl kind of were like hitting it off. Like they both found each other attractive. Mm-hmm. And so the three of them are walking and the two, Michael and the woman start making this like thing to sleep in. The Boma. The Boma. <laughs> Daniel is off on his own crying on a rock Literally 12 hours into their day, their first day, about how the other two people don't like him. And I'm like, oh, my God. Like, it gave gave me the uh uh-oh feeling. I'm like, he's going to push Michael off a cliff somewhere Mm -hmm. to get close to this woman. Oh, that was exhausting to watch. I know. I always wonder if, like, any of them fuck. Because they can't show that on camera, right? I don't know. Why couldn't they? I mean, I don't know. I've never seen it. Do you know... (laughs) I, although I'm very intrigued by the show, do you know how much they get paid for doing this? Mm-mm. Take a stab. Well, in the I dark. didn't think they were getting anything, so I would assume they get story rights for like three grand, five grand. Yeah, I figured they get five thousand dollars. I at least think they should win something at Me the end too. But yeah, my I like favorite, watching though, it, but I would never do it, especially oh, not for five grand. After what I experienced running the All Stars final and those bug bites, mm. that alone, I I would be the lame one just bringing a mosquito net, <laughs> sitting under your mosquito the whole time. Yeah, I wouldn't like it. But I don't sleep well in in a bed. I couldn't imagine trying to like sleep when it's cold and hard. Yeah. And and so they show like some of their asses and like the back of their legs just covered with. <sighs> thousands of mosquito bites oh yeah i had i mean those bites i had were deep under my skin and lasted probably two weeks yeah my ass was awful it was disgusting looking it looked like i had some chicken (laughs) pox or something it was awful yeah it was so bad i love watching that show i love watching it too it's on every sunday for hours and then it's like my guilty sunday pleasure i just love it i'll have a glass of wine and watch my naked and afraid i also liked when they did the big one where they had like 20 people the xl yeah Yeah. have they done it again i don't think so i love that one because i was like man finding food and water for that many people that's going to be the worst Nope. It was them going against each other mm-hmm. and like literally picked out one man, one woman and just berated them. Wow, man. Yeah. People are fucked up. Mm-hmm. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> so for next week's episode, we will get to everyone's wishes. So I have a shit ton of them. I know you have a shit ton of mm-hmm. them too. They Some of these are hilarious. Some of them are sad. I know. Some of them are sweet. Mm -hmm. So we'll definitely get to that. But if you have any wishes that you want to send in, send them into blondemomentspodcast at gmail.com. Or you can slide in our DMs. Yes. So I will end with our blonde joke. I need to make like a little, like we need sounds. How do, how we need to figure out how to do that. That way we can. (laughs) What do you need sounds for? Where we can do like. Slide in your DMs. You can just play that. No, it's better when you do it organically. <laughs> I get to hear your beautiful sing-songy voice. I like to sing, say. It's one of my favorite things to do. And you're good at it. You know, maybe I'm not and you're just being nice.
Moving along. (laughs) (laughs) All right. I told you that this joke would come back to the caves. Two blondes fell down a hole. One said, it's dark in here, isn't it? The other replied, I don't know. I can't see. (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) 